0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is your man L Jamal coming through with another edition of Never Out of Bounds. Of course, this is the place where you can say what you want as long as you got some facts. I told you guys I'll be back tonight to go over some NFL action. Of course, we have some NBA action to go over too. Uh, but today, but tonight, excuse me, rather, is gonna be a sports night. It's gonna go over all the action from today, like I said, in some hoops, in some football. So let's just get right into it. Of course, we're gonna start off with the NFL and we're gonna start off with some news and uh, for those of you who may not be in the know uh, cam newton is still out of course the carolina panthers qb is still expected to miss uh, many more weeks with a liz frank injury Uh, i'm not too sure which part of the foot it is but it is a foot uh, injury and he will be visiting a specialist over the course of this week he is also contemplating of getting he's also contemplating about uh getting a uh, actual surgery in order to be able to play Uh, i think i think if he takes the surgery route i do not think at this point that this is just me guessing i think if he gets the surgery done i don't think he plays for the rest of this year that's just my opinion uh if it's not as serious uh maybe he does get a chance to play at some point um it's it's a little bit iffy for cam this year right now because again we're already looking at uh week nine uh he hasn't showed up yet since week two of course versus tampa bay uh so again uh you know there's no t- again so like i said there's no time to sign table on his return and uh with with Carolina going four and five in their last five uh, with Kyle uh, Kyle Allen leading the way. There's no rush to get him back either, so uh, I'm gonna keep a keep an eye on this. If he does get a surgery, I'll let you guys know. Uh, if he decides to sit out a little bit more and wait and just wait for things to clear up uh, on that realm, I'll let you guys know about that. But Cam is still out uh, again. There is no timetable. We might as well just say it's an indefinite amount of time here. Again, he's still dealing with that foot injury and uh, Kyle Allen still the boy there in carolina so for now um it's uh, well carolina got did get a win today so that would be five of the last six so uh not too much to say here other than you know it's really news for cam newton it's really a, a sad day for him kind of at least he um well the, the talk around carolina was that he would be back even amongst uh, coach ron rivero uh he wanted to have cam back during the time uh during the bye week actually which was of course a couple weeks ago but uh like i get like like i said uh it just didn't happen of Course, uh Kyle Allen was a starter versus the uh versus the Niners, and of course, he was the starter again this week. Uh, so think it was tampa bay that they played this week we'll get to that in just a second with the scores so again cam is out uh and kyle allen is still like i said still your man uh we're gonna move on we have one more injury story to talk about this is one of course was recent uh this happened today uh with a quarterback or technically yesterday uh it is over it is past midnight Uh, but you got jacoby Brissett of the colts uh he was pulled out in the second quarter in the colts lost to uh pittsburgh uh with a sprained knee uh it was it's a Well, it was apparent as though guard Quinn Nelson was beat on a beat on the play and he was pushed into uh, pushed into percent and actually stepped on his knee. And there's a possible MCL spring spring here. Uh, There is no real um, there is. No real timetable on his return, uh, but it's not a significant injury, being that it's a sprain. Uh, but he's liable to miss, of course, next week, possibly even even the week after that. Now Brian Hoyer would step in uh, and finish the game. Uh, he would go seven. He would go 17 to 26 for 168 yards, including three touchdowns. He did throw an interception, uh, but he did keep the Colts in the game. Although they would end up losing that game, we will talk about that in just a second with the scores. Uh, as of now, the Colts are five and three, and they are still in the run in the the run excuse me in the race uh for the afc south title so uh it's uh definitely not a good time to be losing your starting quarterback uh but with the numbers we saw today uh brian hoyer didn't do so bad uh they still have a solid line around him some solid running backs some solid receivers as well so uh brian hoyer hopefully he won't have to be the guy for too much too much longer hopefully maybe uh for the colt's sake maybe just about a week at the most uh but he looks to be competent uh from the numbers that i see here so for now uh the colts they are okay um it's it's i don't think it's time to be panicked, uh, be uh, being panicked, uh, but there's definitely some cause for concern. I will be honest with you. But let's move on to the scores. Of course, we're gonna start off with an AFC South matchup. Uh, speaking of which, we had the Texans uh, beating the Jags 26 to three. We're gonna move on to the NFC now. Our next matchup is we uh, is gonna be the Eagles uh, beating the Bears here 22 to 14. On the year, the uh, the Eagles have moved up to five and four, and now. The Bears are at three and five. Let's break the, Break. Sorry. Let's break down the stats in this one. For the Bears, of course, they were led by uh, quarterback Mitch Trubisky. He would go 10 of 21 for 125 yards, no touchdowns, but no uh, no interceptions, but no touchdowns as well. And I think um, just looking at how this season has gone on, and with some of the pieces the Bears already have defensively, I think this might not only be the last year for Mitch Trubisky under center. Uh, but also the last year for their coach Matt Nagy on the sideline. Just looking at everything right now, Mr. Trubisky has not, uh, c- you know, his, his skills have not really. Uh, My opinion met the criteria of a starting NFL quarterback, and I think he's had he's had some ample opportunity, uh, but I just think that there's something within his game that's just not going to correlate on this level. So 10 to 21, 10 to 21, that's as much evidence as I need. Uh, We're already in week nine, and this will be his third season, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think there's much uh, there's much improvement here. That's in my opinion. And I think it's, unless the Bears make a make a make a decision, uh, well they probably will, and I think that decision will come within the offseason. I think this is his last year in the center. You also got some uh, production from the running back David Montgomery. He'll go in and have 40 yards on the ground, he also had two rushing touchdowns, and wide receiver Taylor Gabriel will be the leading receiver for the Bears. He will catch three passes for 69 yards. On defense, Chicago was led by safety Eddie Jackson, who would have 10 total tackles. Also, linebacker Wayquan Smith, who would have 10 total tackles as well. Linebacker Leonard Floyd would have six total tackles and a sack. And defensive end Nick Williams would have four total tackles and a sack. Let's move on to the Eagles. On offensive course, they were led by Carson Wentz, who went 26 of 39 for 239 yards. He also threw for a touchdown as well. Uh, running back Jordan Howard would have 82 rushing yards. He would also bring in a touchdown as well. And tight end Zach Ertz was the leading receiver uh, for both teams with nine catches, 103 yards. He would also have a touchdown catch as well. On defense, the Eagles got help from Nathan Perry, who had four total tackles, and also linebacker Brandon Graham. Both of them uh, linebackers, uh, but they also got four tackles and a sack from linebacker Brandon Graham as well. Uh, Let's move on. Uh, We have a... Interconference matchup between the Vikings and the Chiefs, and the Chiefs were able to get it done, 26 to 23. We got the Colts here taking the L to the Steelers, like I said, 24 to 26. And of course, Jacoby Brissett is out, so they lost the game and they lost their their starting quarterback. And in my opinion, why not say he's a star? I think he definitely has shown uh he has some skills this year uh but like i said we got we got some more matchups here uh we have the dolphins getting their first one of the year against the jets 26 to 18 is the final score here adam gaze i think he's done in new york as well there's no excuse for losing to a, a no win team and uh not only did they lose this week, uh, Sam Darnold has been passed on eight picks since the win against the Cowboys. He's a terrible, and that's all because of offensive uh, play calling. Period. Point blank. Uh, I think Adam B- Adam GaSe is a very ineffective play caller. Uh, let's move on. We have the Bills getting it done against the Redskins, 24-9, and an easy win. But again. Mm, we already know what the Redskins got, and we already saw what we can get from the Bills last week. They cannot really beat it. I don't think they can really beat uh, above 500 team right now. This season uh, is, is looking better. I don't think they go deep into the playoffs, but I think next year is when they get it right. They finally get those those uh those must wins against those good teams again it's another another solid win against a inferior opponent uh yes they are still in the in the race for the the afc east uh they're gonna have to play uh the patriots one more time and i just don't know i just don't know if they can if they can win that game even with what i saw tonight uh from the patriots because again patriots scored 20 tonight the Bills score 24 I think the Patriots can make plays against the Bills. I, we saw that earlier this year, so we'll have to see when that game comes down down uh, down to down the pipe. But again, the Bills get a win here uh, against a very, uh, very, very easy team to beat. So I wouldn't buy into it too much. Uh, but we got the Panthers, like I said before, they are still getting wins with Kyle Allen. Uh, this time they were able to beat the Titans by 10, 30-20 is the final score here. We also got my Raiders getting a, getting a much-needed win on the year. Uh, we were able to beat the uh, Lions at home. 31-24 is the final score here. The Raiders move up to 500 on the year. They are 4-4. Four and, four. and for the Lions, they are 3-4. And, and, of course, they have the, the tie as well. Uh, but let's uh, break down the stats for this game as well. For the Lions uh, on, on offense, they were led by Matt Stafford. He would go twenty-six of forty-one for four hundred and six yards. He also had three touchdowns, but he would he would throw a pick as well. Running back J.D. McKissick uh, would lead uh, would lead the Lions on the ground with thirty-two rushing yards. He would also have three catches for forty yards and also a receiving touchdown. Uh, wide receiver Kenny Galladay would have four catches, one hundred and thirty-two yards, and a touchdown. And wide receiver Matt Jones would have eight catches and one hundred and twenty-six yards. And also a touchdown as well. So uh, for what it's worth, Matt Stafford was able to throw the ball all over the place today, uh, but it did not equate to a win, so I'll take it. Uh, on defense, the Lions, were, the Lions were led by safety Tavon Wilson. He would have seven total tackles. Also linebacker Christian Jones, uh, he would have 11 total tackles and uh, we have linebacker Jelani Tavai, who had 10 total tackles on top of that. For the Raiders, offensively, of course, uh, Derek Carr would lead the way for them. Uh, he went 20 of 31 through the air for 280 Nine passing yards. He would also throw for two touchdowns. On top of that, on the ground, uh, the rookie uh, Brandon Jacobs had 120 yards. Uh, he also had two touchdowns. He would also go on to break, I believe, it was the Raiders franchise record uh, for a rookie, uh, beating out uh, beating. Marcus Allen's old record on top of that. So good game from him. Good season for him so far. Uh, we also got running back Jalen Richard leading all Raiders receivers. Uh, actually, yes, in terms of yardage, he will lead uh, later Raiders receivers with three catches and 56 yards. And a rookie wide receiver Hunter Renfro would have six catches and 54 yards for a touchdown. Uh, and rookie, I'm sorry, and rookie Foster Moreau, the rookie tight end Foster Moreau would also get a receiving touchdown as well and on defense uh, the Raiders got help from safety Eric Harris who had 10 total tackles and also linebacker Tahir Whitehead he'll go on to have seven total tackles let's move on we're gonna go back to the nfc and the seahawks have to go to overtime but they get it done against the buccaneers 40 to 30 we got the chargers here uh they get an upset win against the packers 26 to 11 we got the broncos not necessarily getting the upset because of course the the browns kind of sucked this year uh but again a much needed win on their part and i don't i think it was a win that i don't think a whole lot of people really saw this Getting, but the Broncos get this one 24 to 19. And finally, uh, to wrap everything up, we had the nightcap, of course, the big Sunday night primetime game uh, with the Baltimore Ravens getting it done, giving the New England Patriots their first loss on the year, 37 to 20 is going to be your final score here. Jason Whitlock, early in the week, he called it right. I didn't want to. I didn't want to take that stance with him but i figured if the ravens were gonna win they would have to score over 30 points so i'll give it that i think i did give the patriots the uh the the nod in this one but i i I knew in order for the ravens to win they would have to score over 30 points and this is what happened but for the patriots like i said they take their first loss on the year they are currently eight and one and for the ravens they are now six and two uh let's break this one down offensively of course the patriots were led by tom brady who will go 30 of 46. he will go on to have uh 285 passing yards also a touchdown and an interception on the ground the Patriots uh, got a majority of their well, the leading rusher for the Patriots was James White, which is 38 yards he'd also have a touchdown as well and in terms of receiving, they would get 10 catches out of Julian Edelman, he also had 89 yards, and Muhammad Sanu the new pickup uh, over the past week or so uh, via, via trade uh, he would go ahead and have 10 catches as well, he'd also have a, a, sorry 81 yards, he also will bring in a touchdown, on defense the Patriots got massive help from their linebacker. Dante Hightower uh, 13 total tackles and they also will get seven total tackles from their defensive back Devin the uh let's move on we got the ravens here for the ravens of course lamar jackson uh, again has another good game a decent game passing here going 17 to 23 he would have 161 yards to the air and also a touchdown and on the ground he would have 61 yards and two touchdowns so for him you definitely get some ground action you definitely get to see his arm uh his arm i believe is still coming along i think in terms of his accuracy and his percentage his completion percentage it's pretty damn good uh just the yardage for me i'm not i mean 161 yards is okay i mean of course he didn't throw any interceptions but uh, again you wanna you don't wanna be i mean because Look at how much hell they give somebody like Dak Prescott, who throws for under 300 yards a game. Uh, they give Dak Prescott so much hell, and part of that, that I think, I, I think part of his issue is he definitely doesn't have the lays that Lamar Jackson uh, has. So definitely, he is going to be more of the guy that you're going to look to to use his arm to win. Uh, so, but but just just you know, even for Lamar Jackson, I don't think you want to be the, the the game manager, even if you have to lose your legs, I don't think you want to have that moniker on you. So I think hopefully uh, his skills at some point, either through the course of this season, maybe even next season, you'll start seeing some 250 yard passing games, uh, maybe some 300 yard passing games. I think he's going to I think he's going to really need that if he wants to uh, fully transition into that that quarterback that he truly sees himself being. Uh, he also had a limited number of touchdowns, passing touchdowns, that is. You go on and just have one, of course. I, I'm not, you know, not to, not to you know, uh, put him down too much, but again, Two three passing touchdowns. I think you're really looking competent with your arm. Uh, Not to take anything away from his running abilities. But again, he wants to be that guy, you know, the the quarterback. Then he's gonna have to, you know, he's gonna have to score with that arm. He's he's gonna have to do it. Uh, Otherwise, again, Baltimore will just keep finding way. Don't get wrong, and he's and he's good at it. And I think, you know, for what it's worth, he's going to, you know, work it out with the team and, and he'll do whatever it takes for the team to be successful but if he wants less you know if he wants more opportunities to throw that arm i mean to you know to be a quarterback he's gonna have to take advantage of games like this and maybe throw for 250 yards through 275 yards not necessarily 300 uh but because again he did not throw any interceptions which is great but you don't want to be a glorified game manager either and i'm not saying that he's that per se but you definitely want to get 250 yards or more passive you gotta do it in this day and age this is a this is a passing leap. i know baltimore's been using them uh you know to run a little bit and, and they give them all these different packages And of course you've had running quarterbacks have success but again you're gonna have to make plays in the pocket um russell russell uh, wilson does this any mobile quarterback at some point worth their salt if they want to win that trophy, they're gonna to have to do that. Look at look at uh, Russell Wilson and what he's what he's been able to do in the course of his career. He's definitely been able to uh, control, well, actually improve his passing mechanics and become an even better passing quarterback and then eventually a, a better dual threat quarterback as well. So um, I think Lamar Jackson still has a ways to go, but it was a really great game. Uh, uh, tonight, uh, he really uh, again he did not you know turn the ball over, which is very important, uh, and and you know he was very competent uh, for what he was able to do. So I can't take too much away from him. Uh, but let's move on. Uh, we also got a hundred a hundred yard game from Melvin Ingram. Uh, he would have. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, 115 yards. Uh, we also got a rushing touchdown from running back Gus Edwards. Marquise Brown was active as well. I believe he would have 48 uh, receiving yards and tied in. Uh, well, he was, and he was a leading receiver for the, uh, for the Ravens tonight. And also uh, Nick Boyle will go ahead and get a touchdown as well. And on defense, the Ravens were led by defensive back Marcus Peters, who had eight total tackles. Linebacker, linebacker excuse me, Patrick O. Sorry, O'Neal Wasser would have eight total tackles in his sack. And finally, safety Earl Thomas would have three total tackles and an interception. So we're going to move on. That's a wrap for all the NFL stuff for tonight. Let's get into the NBA. Of course, no no real major news to talk about. So let's just break down the scores for a little bit. Uh, We're going to start off in the Eastern Conference with the Pacers getting their third win in a row. This time over the Bulls, one hundred eight to ninety five is the final score here. The Pacers go up to three and three on the year. The Bulls are at two and five. For the Bulls, they were led by guard Zach Levine. He would have twenty one points, six assists, and also sorry, six rebounds and two assists. And center Wendell Carter Jr. will go on to have twenty points, ten rebounds, and two assists. For the Pacers, they've they've had a good game and a really good game personally from T. J. Warren, the Ford, the small forward to be exact he would have 26 points in this one he'd also have five points and three assists he also got 22 points from their guard malcolm brogdon he'd also have seven rebounds and three assists to add to that as well Uh, the kings do pick up a win in new york city versus the knicks 113 to 92 the rockets they take a a l here to the heat 100 to 129 they were led by james harden who had 29 points four rebounds and also three assists chris clemens excuse me would the, uh, the second leading scorer for the Rockets with 16 points. He would also have three assists off the bench. And guard Ben McLemore would also have 15 points, sorry, 14 points. Coming off the bench, and for the Heat, they had a really big game from Duncan Robinson. He had 23 points, uh, six points, uh, 23 points, excuse me, and six rebounds. Center Myers Leonard, he's been having a pretty hot start to this season so season so far as well. The former Blazer, uh, he would have 21 points and four rebounds in this one. And Jimmy Butler, he had a good game, of course. Uh, he's been having a good. He's been having a good year since since moving to Miami as well. He would have 18 points in this one. He would also have nine assists and seven rebounds. And for James Johnson would have 17 points, four rebounds, and three assists coming off the bench. Uh, we have two more games to talk about here, uh, two of them in the Western Conference. But let's break them down. We're going to break down this one here, the Lakers and the Spurs. Uh, the Lakers get a win in this one, 103-96. to Oh, uh, just to go back to those records, I believe uh, for the Rockets, they are 3-2 and two, or 3-3. Three and three, and I believe the Heat, let me check. Yeah, so the Rockets are 3-3 and the Heat are 5-1. So they've had a pretty hot start to this year. And Houston's still trying to get things right. I, I hate to say it to you guys, especially to my Houston fans, but I don't think this was the, the brightest trade. Uh, but again, I guess you guys had to make do. You're one of the best players you can get. I personally don't think this matchup between Westbrook and Harden is going to work. I think they might have uh, by themselves some really good individual nights, but altogether, I don't think that they... They bring home that trophy, but like I said, let's move on to the Lakers and the Spurs. The Lakers get the win in this one, 103 to 96, over the Spurs. Uh, the Lakers are now five and one. The Spurs go down to four and two. So this is their second loss on the year. Both of these teams are looking really good at the start of the year. Uh, for the Lakers, they were led by Anthony Davis. Again, he's having a good start to this year. 25 points, 11 points. Uh, sorry, 25 points, 11 rebounds, and two assists. LeBron would have 21 points. 13 assists and 11 rebounds, so bam, he got a triple-double out of LeBron. Avery Bradley had a really good game as well at the guard position, 16 points and three rebounds. And Dwight Howard and also Contavious Caldwell-Polk would have 14 points each coming off the bench, and Dwight Howard would add uh, 13 rebounds to that as well. For the Spurs, their leading scorer was DeJounte Murray, the guard, who had 18 points, 11 rebounds, and four assists. Or Rudy Gay would have 16 points. 10 assists and 3 rebounds and also uh DeMar DeRozan would add to that too with 14.7 rebounds and three assists. Finally, like I said, we had another Western Conference matchup. Uh, the Clippers got it done with uh got it done against the Jazz 105 to 104. All right, y'all, I'm calling it a wrap. But today, I will be back tomorrow. I will have a word on the street segment. And then after that, I'll be breaking down some college football. Of course, it's a new week, so we have a new top 25. And I believe it's, it's officially playoff ranking time. So I will be having uh, a top four for you guys tomorrow, the official playoff top four for the NCAA football uh, postseason. And as, as on top of that, um, I will be hitting you guys up. Uh, like I said with some news uh somewhere on the street uh yeah I'll just leave this to- oh yeah no 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 I almost forgot there are some uh postseason baseball awards to go out as well so we also uh, I just uh read up on the uh, golden glove winners which are the best best defensive players in baseball so we're gonna talk about those uh, winners uh tomorrow as well so uh we're gonna we're gonna be doing some college football uh some world news probably some some uh national news as well and then i also have some baseball awards for you guys on top of that all right if you're looking to get in touch with me you can hit me up on my email at ljbutler 75 at j- gmail.com that is eljbutler 75 at gmail.com once again that is ljbutler 75 at gmail.com eljbutler b-u-t-l-e-r 75 at gmail.com you can also hit me up on facebook or or Instagram at L Jamal Johnny E-L J A M A H A D J A N I. Once again that is L Jama Johnny. Uh, that is E-L J A M A H a d j a n i i also have a facebook page for the show at never out of balance i got links i got content there as well so give me a look up uh give me an ad or what have you uh be sure to like the, the facebook page as well if you can i do have some links there to my um uh, my uh excuse me my paypal and my cash App if you are looking to make any donations Anything is appreciated. All right, y'all, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take off for tonight. If anybody hasn't told you yet, I love you. Peace out, one love, and I will holla at all you guys later.